Hello everyone, how are you? My name's Thane Kirby. Welcome to the show. It is a talk back with Thane and Sophia. She's just uh, putting a kid down and we're going to get on with it. Hopefully you've got a drink on your, in your hands uh, somewhere close uh, and you can enjoy the evening's entertainment. Now, entertainment-wise, we basically invite you to jump online with us and we'll have a little bit of a chat about the trending sub subjects of the day. You know, what's going on? What's topical? What's happening out there? What's happening in your bubble? Exactly that. Um, I was talking um, earlier about sidewalk etiquette and how, you know, a family of five beats a, uh, you know, a 20-something woman with the AirPods and, and the Lululemon. Any day, she's going to have to go onto the road. We take the right of the uh, footpath. So what do you think about that? Also, a couple of other things I want to talk about today is uh, Tim Shabolt. Everyone knows he's got to go as the Invercargill Mayor. Who's got his phone number? Let's uh, surprise call him tonight. So if you, anyone's got uh, Tim Shabolt's phone number, or even I think there's a guy called Noddy who's like the deputy uh, mayor down there, do let us know because we want to try and get in touch with those guys. Uh, we may have Steve the Māori on the show tonight. Steve uh, was on last night's show. We're doing a basically Monday to Saturday nights, have Sunday off, 9 to 11 um, talkback. So, again, any time you want to click the link in the Facebook post, you'll magically appear on one of these screens. Are you ready to go? Okay, so let's add it to the show here. Here's uh, Sophia. Welcome, Sophia. How are you? Hi. Good. Thank you. <laughs> it's getting cozy. If you just joined us for the very first time, Sophia last night was just like some kind of avatar. She didn't want to really be on screen. The hair's improved. The lighting's improved. Look at that. And you're selling your Instagram page. Holy moly. This is good. What are you bringing to the show tonight? Any ideas? Uh, well, my fantastic personality, my robe, some new lighting. Yes. And a fantastic attitude. I'm going to have a kombucha. Hey, Sarah. Yay. I'm so glad. I was thinking, is she going to come or is she going to stand us up? Sarah, so last night, Sarah Gilmore um, was talking to us about her border job, and she works in the red zone, if I recall correctly, Um at the border and she said she's going to come on and talk to us tonight and here she is i love a person who keeps their word yes thank you Good sarah, sarah. I'm, I'm wondering if you can jump on your computer Sarah. maybe you're even on your your mobile right now if you're running some kind of chrome on your browser just click the facebook thing and come and join us on the show we just got some, you know, MIQ border questions to be honest we got nothing prepared but it's just nice to have a guest isn't it yeah, um, it's interesting. There's so much going on with that. Because totally. last night, Sarah, you were saying that people are still coming in. Um, there's still flights coming in and whatnot, which I guess they're people with the vouchers already. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't stand you two lovelies up. How, oh. about that? How nice is Sarah? This is awesome. So super nice. Yeah, that is awesome. Good. Thank you. I've, now, got, I've got questions I want to know. I'm just going to do my skincare stuff while I'm here, guys. So you're actually going to do your skincare as you go along the show? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Blair. Blair, I've had some fun nights at Chapel Bar and Bistro. Uh, anytime Blair's up, it's always a great time. Is and, that Lee's? Uh, the yeah, this is Lee's cousin. Lee, General Lee, Lee Dolby, everybody, this yep. is his cousin. I remember. And uh, Blair's a great guy. 
Great guy to have to get on the piss with. Anyways, yeah, keep your comments coming through. As you can see, it comes on screen there, and uh, we can get in, into it. Uh, again, Blair, if you want to jump on and say hi, I've even got a sweat on, uh, we're going to do that. We've got some performances coming up as well. So uh, I've Who's managed performing? to hmm? Um, Who's performing? I'm just going to jump on Facebook and see who's doing a live and then just tune into these. That'll give us a bloody break. Oh, okay. Now, I notice you've got your jammies on, your, your pink robe, the old dusty robe. Yeah. Well, everybody loved it so much and had a nice uh, laugh at my expense last night about my fluffy, grubby pink robe. But the facts are the facts. Like, every woman that I spoke to last night and then also today – I checked in. We all have them. They're like. When, when is it time? Do you, is it something you buy or is it a Christmas present or something like that? And also, when do you give that up? Like, when do you go, it's time to move on? It's a little bit. Well, I think it's again comes back to staining. You know, there's only so much you can have without it being completely repulsive. It's like a ratio between a wee bit of stain that's well-loved and, and cared for and, you know, well-used, and then it's when it gets a bit disgusting, you've got to get rid of it. But Are we talking like know. butter chicken or coffee or something oh, like yeah. that? Oh, yeah, butter chicken's not on. No, that's yeah. past the point. And also I think it's like when you lose the, the tie, it's when you lose the tie and then you can't nip it in. You go, well, unfortunately I'm going to have to buy another one. No, I saying facts. See, Bingo. I spoke to a girlfriend of mine um, today, and I was telling her, and I was like, "Tell me you have one." And she's like, "Babe, I've got one," and she's like a normal size. I don't know whatever normal is. She's like, I bought it in a size twenty, and it's like this disgusting insipid pink. And uh, I wore it around someone that I'm like, I went to wear it as normal around someone that I am seeing, and then I realised immediately that it was my disgusting pink uh, size twenty robe, and I had to take it off. It's one of those things. It's reserved for long term relationships. I wonder if guys wear robes. I'm not a robe person. I can see the advantage on a cold morning. Uh, but other than that, it's just, yeah. So what do you guys wear that's disgusting? Um, Maybe let the underpants go a little too long until yeah. they get a little bit of holes in there and that type of stuff. <laughs> that's about it. Yuck. In fact, I've blown um, a pair of underpants, quite nice underpants. I quite enjoyed them, like completely the arse out of them. And <laughs> I think I was doing the washing. They might be over in the lounge, but I will demonstrate how large this hole is. And this is only one season. So Do you remember like, that time where I bought you those cool jeans from Super E? <laughs> oh, <tell me. laughs> we went to Dunedin and um, – you like bent down to get something like the parking ticket or something, and you stood up and the whole arse fell out of your pants. Yeah. <laughs> and so what happened is I didn't know that I'd ripped my pants and I was meeting <laughs> Sophia's like granddad for the second time in Dunedin. We went to Dunedin because they had a death in the family and I'm kind of making a big impression. And I call that the hurricane effect. I like to come in 
own the room. <laughs> How's everybody going? How are you? You know, be a little bit louder than life. All the time I've had split pants and people can see my underpants. Like the split would have been about this big. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going, what? Is this an Auckland trend? Is this guy some kind of weirdo? But I had a cheek out the whole time and it wasn't <laughs> I had to laugh it off anyway. It was Miranda's funny. here. How are you, Miranda? Now, Miranda. Oh, um, hi. Yeah, that's true. You did have a robe. Yeah, because everybody's bubble's different. And Miranda is with her mum. And so uh, I don't know if she's living with anybody else. Miranda, on the post, there's a link. If you don't have to dress up, look at Sophia, um, you can just come straight on through and then we can have a little bit of chat about your bubble. But, uh, yeah, so. Tell us about your robe. Can I play a little something, and can I go grab those underpants? Because I want to hit them with the, the hot sauce straight off the bat. I was hoping you were kidding, because that's a bit gross, but yeah. Here's, here's 30 seconds of a, of a flag. Hold there, everybody. I'll go and get my underpants. You don't like this, do you? No. Do, I mean, should I show people? I had a cousin that used to turn oh, under inside what? out and leave them for another cycle. Oh, hi, Josh. Again? It's nice to see you. Um, that's disgusting. Like, it's was it in an emergency, though? I get it if it was in an emergency, like, I don't know, you were at camp and you forgot to pack another pair. Who goes to camp? Oh, maybe um, when you're a kid. <laughs> what are you going to camp for? Uh, oh, we had a time with Sue's flatmate. Wow. Sheesh. I wonder if that person would give out free massages. Usually people who are very good at massages are very stingy with massages. I they would pay. Them out. Like, have you ever been to a uh, Chinese buffet, you know, and they kind of only give you... Uh, they give are you, you talking about like a yumcha? No, no, no. I'm saying, you know, when you go through a Chinese and you go to the, like, you get not a buffet, but you go and order some types, like from a food court. And they oh, kind of, yeah. They can't really give you food. They don't want to give you everything. It's like they're counting They just out. load it with the rice and the chow mein, uh, chow mein noodles at the bottom. And they give you, like, okay. two pieces of the sweet and sour. I'll make sure that the right oh, way. I don't know why you're doing this. Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> You're right. I don't have to, right? There's absolutely no one except Steve. I mean, Steve wants to see, to see it. But, I mean, they're right there, Steve. <laughs> like a big sheet. Um, yeah, so, no, maybe I won't go. Maybe it's – I'll save it for a bit later on. Again, if you want to join us, you can press that link and then come – the link's in the post, Miranda. So you go to the social post and then click on it. We are broadcasting live on Twitch tonight. We'll be broadcasting tomorrow on YouTube. Oh, we're not doing it Sunday. Monday on YouTube, and we're moving to another little system. So Sunday's go. God's Day of Rest, Thane? Shit, yeah. I'm never going to work on Sunday. And once this lockdown goes, I'll be working back at Chapel Bar. So. That's what I was going to say. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> yep. Mm. 
Um, if anybody has a jumps on, maybe we can give them some of your uh, product that you've been uh, working on. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to bribe people to talk to us now. Is that how this is going to work? We're good. We've got a healthy audience here, but um, Rand can't, can't find the link, which is a bit shit. Again, if anybody knows uh, Tim Shapot's mobile number or Noddy from the Invercargill uh, City Council, do let us know. Um, let's go through their story with the sidewalk etiquette because uh, that really brassed me off. You know, I'm also a little brassed off that we didn't have a walk today. I'm aware that it's, you know, I could walk and I could have just gone out and done it. But, yeah, I don't like missing the walk. Do you think it really has a mental impact on you when you don't go out for that walk and you just get a bit grumpy and crabby? Um, for me, it's physical because I think because we've been work, walking sometimes two times a day, I feel like I'm actually burning some calories. My T-shirts are feeling a little bit looser. I think I'm losing my my tits. And, um, <laughs> you know, and along with losing your tits, there's a little bit of confidence, isn't there? So I'm feeling Depends which bit. way you're going, you know. Yeah. Um, some people want more tits. Some people want less tits. Some people want less tits. Yeah, it's you want what you don't have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's um, anyways, goes. can I? Just we did go on a walk. So we go for this walk every day, and we take our little daughter, who's three, going four. Beautiful, and she is in one of those beach trolleys because she can't walk because she's too lazy. You know, she can walk. To clarify, she can, legs, she can walk, but she wants to be driven around like a queen. Yeah. Um, so we, load, we load a little booster seat, yeah, with some cushions in it, and she sits in there with an iPad and watches TV. Boy wearing sunglasses, being towed around. Anyway, we're walking as a big family group, the other two girls are with us, and you assume because you're a you know, young family, they are, I'm not, um, here with a trolley, that Anyone coming towards you will actually jump off the footpath and go on the road. We always give way to old people. We always give way to families and kids with bikes if it, and prams. If it looks hard, then and if you can, you'll give away, right? But I feel like moment, it's a rule. Like yeah. whoever's got more in their party or who has wheels, you got to like, if you don't have wheels and you're only on two legs, you got to walk around. you got to take it to the streets. Yeah, of course you do. And so anyway, this woman, yeah, keep on going. Your pods in, just marches past. We don't move because we've got a bloody trolley, and she goes like this, and like walks and brushes against Thane instead of walking onto the road where there's no one. Hi, hi, Miranda. How are you? It was insane. Miranda's got a cat on her chest. There she is. Oh, that's cute. It's like the cat's joining us as well. How's you know what I'm in oh. with? She looks like she's got those horrible oh. vertical blinds. Like the I've sound is terrible. Me. What was that? It's uh, like very slow motion situation. <laughs> I'm good to make you Now you sound like you're mumbling. I'm not sure what's going on there. Yep. Here we go. Yeah, it's happening. Here. We're getting okay. it. Yeah. Oh, that cat's so cute and cosy. What have you got to say for yourself, Miranda? Oh, well. 
we can talk around her. So anyways, this ignorant woman tries to, uh, you know, give me the heebie-jeebies and make me um, uh, yield, but I stood my ground, and I'm so glad I did. It made me feel so much happier. So anyways. I, really I actually got go- quite upset about it because I think it's just rude. And then she had the gall to go like this. Oh. Yeah. Because I turned around and had a look and she went, oh, it was like you could have walked the half a metre around onto the road. We can't really roll the trolley off the side of the curb to compensate for your fully able legs. I was wondering if you can do that again. What? Me? You know, the lady made that a little effect. Oh, uh, what did I do? What did she do? She went, oh. That's right. Like Gosh, and I just, you know, some people look fantastic in sunglasses. You know, our family have got this thing that any person in our family puts on sunglasses, they look like they're straight out of a catalogue. That woman you know why? didn't you have a face with sunglasses. We've got big faces. True. Big faces, it's a thing. You've got a large big features. head and large features and a big old noggin. You can pull off any size sunglasses except small sunglasses. That doesn't work so well. Which the oversize? I've got small sunglasses, and I've been complaining about these for a long time, but you kind of been saying to me, oh, give them a go. Yeah, because you consistently lose sunglasses, keys, cards, wallets, phones. Um, I just – I don't care anymore, and – I just really want you to stop buying sunglasses. <laughs> there was a time when it's been like 300 bucks a week on sunglasses. It was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really irritating. And I actually got quite angry about it because it felt like a, just an injustice because, you know, who does that? Now, Miranda's giving it another whirl. She's oh, just sorry. adding her camera now, and we'll be putting her on very shortly. You can watch us on Twitch. I think it's running on the Thane Kirby page on Twitch, or you could try Thane, a talkback Thane Sophia on Twitch as well, if that's your thing. There you go. Get out, mate. Your microphone's off. Turn your mic on, Miranda. We can't hear you, love. Can you, you look like you can hear us. We just can't hear you. You just have to click the unmute button. I wonder if I can do that for you. No, I don't yeah. think so. That would be a breach of privacy. Uh, would be. Like cats. Cats are really at home, isn't it? <laughs> oh, there you yes, go. You Hi, welcome. My, um, my kids have walked into the room and are sort of like snooping around because they're kind of not quite asleep and they're like, can I get away with this? No, you can't. Go to sleep. Hey, Miranda, can I just ask you a question for a second? Tell me about your time as Sue's flatmate. Oh, no, she's you gone for a question. Yes? Yes, far away. She's so money coming through now. You nearly there? Well, hopefully you get close to your Wi-Fi. Where are you? Like the Antarctica or somewhere? This is crazy. I've, I've got bad Wi-Fi, but you, Miranda, you got horrible Wi-Fi. Your Wi-Fi's got COVID. It's infected. Look at that. Gee. Two things I want to know. Are those vertical blinds? What's the cat's name? I need to know the cat's name. The cat is adorable and very regal looking. Hi. 
There she is. G'day, mate. Are you there? Spending a lot of time on this, trying to get connected to you. You know what? She suits sunglasses. She suits glasses. If she suits your day glasses, she probably suits some sunglasses. Or do you get those things that go over the top of your actual medical glasses? <laughs> or do you have medicated sunglasses? Yeah. Well, she's looking cozy, that's for sure. Imagine if she spoke. I think there'd be some amazing things that she'd have to tell us. Yeah, I agree. Miranda's smart and great at talking. I've spoken to her. I've had a number of conversations with her. Always good chat. I do think, think her do you think she's wearing those Alexandra? What's that, that sleepwear shop that uh, Peter Alexander? Yeah, do you think she's wearing some of those? Well, there's a Kmart number. I don't know, and it's hard to tell. It's very dark, and I haven't gone into Peter Alexander or Kmart for quite some time. She's relocated, obviously, and I can see sh those aren't vertical blinds. She's left us. She's gone. They are vertical blinds. She's going to come back, and it's going to work. Yeah. Oh, boy, what have we got? 9.22, we're live. And uh, uh, if you have got an internet connection that works, uh, she's just piped in. She goes, my phone can't, can't handle, handle the handle. Uh, Miranda, that's a real shame. You know what I could do here, Miranda? Let's just put you on speaker because when when you, um, you know, when you've got a couple of burning questions like I've got, you just need these answers. What's the cat's name? Are those vertical blinds? Uh, let's just put her on speakerphone here. Does the cat have a human name? I bet it does. Yeah, like a Thomas or something. I know mm. Miranda, so that's why I'm calling her. Can you hear it coming through? Oh, yeah, I can hear it. Everyone can hear it. Anyone up at home. Oh. Oh, g'day, mate. How are you? Sorry, calling you at home. It's all right. Hey. I'm never anywhere else. We, we, what, what's your cat's name? Buffy. 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 As in the vampire slayer. Gotcha. Ah, I thought Uffy as in like the very, um, what would you call Uffy, Thane? I think that's Judith Collins' husband's name, Uffy Collins. No, Uffy as in like the singer. She's like a rapper or something from the UK. She's got one great song. Anyway. No, I'm not that cool. Are those vertical blinds in your room or what? No, the, no, that's curtains. Gotcha. It's a curtain. All right. Um, yep. Third question, time a Seuss person. Were they stingy with the rubs or what? Oh, no, she's fabulous, but yeah. um, they're really painful right. in the, in the oh. best way. I mean, like, she gets really in there and she's ruthless. Um, and sometimes you're like, oh, I can't handle it. And she's like, just a little longer. <laughs> wow. I think no, I've seen a movie good. like that. Boy. <laughs> no, no um, she's, um, she's very nice. Oh, that's nice. I've um, heard that your body can release even the tightness without being really hard on it. That's what I've heard. Yeah, but a traditional Thai massage, I mean, they just, I mean, she walks on me regularly. My mum hates it. Do you do um, the stretching? Huh? Do you do the stretching at the end, you know, when they're like... Yeah. Oh, she yeah. she rolls me out. I feel every time she goes in a massage, I feel like two inches taller is there, afterwards. Is, this, is there oil involved? Because I imagine that would be quite slippery if she's walking all over you like that. 
No, there's no oil. And we got um, a t-shirt on, t-shirt on type thing. No, yeah, wear my clothes, whatever right. I'm wearing. Okay, it's not about that, but um, it, it's quite intense. She um, she studied anatomy, and um, and each uh, people in her group at, at her school, mm. the massage school, were given a cadaver. Cadaver, yeah, it is. What? Yeah, a, a body, um, yeah, to to um, investigate the musculature. Holy moly! Yeah, so um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. I've got a story. But, um, there is. is yeah. We got any kids in your room, Sophia, or no? Yeah. Oh, okay. I won't tell it t- tonight. I'll tell it when the kids go. But later on, after ten o'clock, cadaver, huge <laughs> penis, and a carving knife. I think you've just said oh, it. But also, oh, can I just, just did you say Kadaba? Yeah, Kadaba, Abacadaba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, but anyways, so imagine trying to tenderize a Kadaba or a Kadaba or whatever it is. That is, I think it's a, it's a V. Position. I think it's a V. Well, I think that, that that was the reason that they had one. Okay. I think, and I don't think they were cutting into it either. Right. But, um, but they sort of, uh, I guess, were learning the interconnectivity of the muscles. Like if I tell her I've got a sore back, she she asked me to lie on her back, and she actually massages my stomach. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's that about? Mm-hmm. Um, but it works. Um, it works really well. What, um, would you prefer? Taking her, um, um, like you know, she brings a, brings the pain. She's like on the floor, Miranda. Let's do this. Yeah. Yep. Or a um, a luxury massage chair. You know, have you seen the um, no. commercials after breakfast? You yeah, the I massage have. chair. You can have one in your yeah. room. Yeah. And the zero gravity. The zero gravity um, function. Nah. No. Um. I feel like um. Um. I need the the extra the extra level of intensity. It's all in the thumbs, isn't it? Strong thumbs. Yeah, so her hands must get tired. Mm. Um, and also her back from standing. But, you know, I can't massage her, so... <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Josh says a blind guy in Glenfield. No, no, I just, uh, uh, it would be terrible. It would be like, a, uh, you know, a doctor saying, why don't you operate on me? And me right. going, well, I don't know, sure. Um, hey, before we go, me a scalpel. Um, yes. just a rundown on the jammies. Uh, what are you rocking there? We just saw um, some. I'm, I'm wearing um, the warehouse. Right. Yep. Um, there, It's a violent lime uh, with um, pink and um, dark blue kiwi birds. Gotcha. Violent lime. I like that. It's pretty good. Fantastic. All right. Well, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for um, being here and, and clicking buttons and giving it a go. <laughs> yes. Mm. Uh, not very technical. We can see that. No, not at all. Anyways. <laughs> no. <laughs> thank you very much, Miranda. I've got to go. I've got Tom waiting on the line. Wait a second. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Now, this guy is Tom Rutherford. Welcome him <laughs> to the show. G'day, Tom. How are you, mate? Hi, I'm good, buddy, and yourself? Very good, man. Um, welcome to I, our I little. I um, saw your post. So I thought oh, I'm going to drop in. Fantastic. Now you're in Australia, right? Tell us a yes, quick rundown. Yeah. Oh, what's Sydney. your deal, mate? Tell everyone. Introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, well, you know, just living in Australia, doing my thing. Are you wearing a robe? Uh, no, no, no. I'm wearing a cardigan, which is okay. quite, common, quite common in New Zealand, right? I was oh, hoping yeah. you were wearing a robe. <laughs> <laughs> 
I need more people in team robe. <laughs> yeah. I'm team T-shirt. Hey, um, so, Tom, you're a chef and you're a very good chef, right? Uh, well, well, uh, yeah, uh, chef of, of past years, uh, yes. more of a more of an entrepreneurial sort of character these days, I suppose. Yeah, but you, you can drop you can drop his name in Sydney in some um, kitchens and restaurants, and they'll know exactly who he was. Oh, that guy, fantastic! And so I know I Sophia, I know um, Tom through David Burns. I think he's yeah. watching, oh, yeah. skulking behind his monitor. Um, and <laughs> he, uh, Tom's wife looks exactly like the Briscoes lady. Is she there? Edwina. Edwina, check this out. Briscoes, Briscoes lady. lady. Here she comes. Here she comes. She's a babe. Check it out. All half price this birthday weekend at Briscoes. Hi. This is Fane Kirby. Oh, I have, have pin-ups of you. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Oh, that's right. You do bloody yeah. too. <laughs> hey, so we're just saying that you look like this woman who's very famous in New Zealand and she fronts the Briscoes ads and they sell all kinds of, you know, bits and pieces. Um, oh, you know. really? Yeah. Now, what yeah. would you like to buy today? <laughs> There you go, see? Pretty cool. They specialise in small goods like toasters and things that are always on a fantastic sale. Yeah. Apparently she's actually got no hair and she just wears wigs. Oh, I, I've got hair. <laughs> Tom, can you pull it just to make sure? <laughs> Yeah, radio. Yeah. Oh Lord, so, 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 Thane, tell me this, this, uh, this podcast. What's it about? Um, basically, it's good old fashioned talkback. So we um, are just talking to people. Currently, we're in lockdown, so we level four. We can't yeah. leave the house, only in like recreational use and going off to the um, supermarket and that type of stuff. Everyone's wearing I masks. I saw and, one of my cousins saying that we do it so much better over here. Yeah. Oh, you guys are really having it easier over there. Well, longer, definitely longer. No, no different. Well, no, we're doing it different. We're, you know, Australia's we a much bigger coffee. country. Hey. Australia is a much bigger country. Yeah, um, it is. And and our economy is is more is much bigger. So we have to keep that rolling. Now, New Zealand. I really wish that we did that here. Mm. Yeah, I feel it's, it's hard. Uh, are, are, are Derns not getting good raps here? No, uh, not here either, I don't think. On the pulse of what I am hearing and feeling personally, yeah. I would agree with that, yeah. You haven't got a, a good um, a record with female leaders anyway, though, do you, Tom, to be honest? Uh, well, me personally? <laughs> yeah, talking about you personally. No, no, I mean, I'll hey, but the thing is, is you keep on having record numbers, right? Because you're out and about, you're infecting each other. Then there's some weirdos who are like jumping the border and whatnot. This is just a never-ending uh, infected. Where do you see the end of this? When is it going to end? Well, well, thank you. You're picking up some headlines there, but but you know, if you read the real news. Um, the most the most vaccinated country in the world is getting the biggest rates of infection. So, right. so what the what the vaccination, uh, from my understanding at least, I, I'm not an expert, is that it will protect you from dying. Yeah. It won't protect you from getting it. Yeah, and you can so, spread it as well. Right? 
Yes. But they're aiming to get to 80, 70 or 80% vaccination rates before sort of just going, oh, well, over there. And is is that the general gist of it? With the the concept uh, in New South Wales, because we are no longer Australia, uh, we are now states yep. of Australia. Um, uh, the, the basic concept in, in New South Wales is get to 70. Those that are vaccinated can do things. Mm. Those that aren't, can't. And we yeah, all have right. passports. Like we have a vaccination passport on our phones the, to, to show that we've had our double double, double dice and, um, and we can go out and do things. Hmm. Not yet. I think that's a good strategy, though. My best friend lived in Sydney, and um, she said there were 1,500 infected today, but it's sort of like, well, it's par for the course, isn't it? And you're just kind of getting to that vaccination rate. So so we're having 1,500. Um, The UK had 40,000 infections today. Shit. 900. You know, wow. that is that is how it is. Mm. So New Zealand has got to get ahead. It's got to get got, got to get its head out of its ass and understand what it's all about. We have to learn yeah. to live with it. Yeah, there's no other way because otherwise no. we're just going to be completely locked down. Our economy is going to go down the toilet, and everybody's going to be, you know, crying out. And I think it's even it's weird, like being in Auckland. I said to Thane. I kind of feel like because we're in level four and the rest of New Zealand's in level three, they're saving us from having an outrage if this level four continued too much further because, you know, the rest of the country is like, it's cool, we're in level three and Auckland's going, oh, my God, you know. But if we're all stuck in level four for long term, I think there'd be a huge uprising of, you know, people being pretty upset about it. But um, it's heading that way. We're getting exactly that, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say, but look at you, Tom. You're cool, calm, you collect. We're all these caged animals, like, crying, like, oh, no. Look at you, sitting back in your cosy cardigan, loving life. We're, we're in the middle of moving house. Yeah, we Do are. Do a Zoom around. So, so we, no, no, no. Oh. But, 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 but we, we did just order food from our favourite restaurant just down the road, um, wandered down there in the road, so we're raining time. And uh, picked up our, our margaritas and our pasta. That's um, great. See, yeah, that's so, great. Yeah, I, I think New South Wales is doing it right. You know, mm. um, it, it's politically motivated around around uh, around Australia. So our Labor governments, uh, Western Australia, uh, Victoria, and uh, and Queensland, Anastasia, shit place. Um, yeah, no one likes that that no, lady, do they? No, no, she's terrible. Uh, she's, she's just a, she's a she's a divisive, terrible. Person. Like, I saw a three year old was finally reunited with their mother today after oh, yeah. being separated for however long it was. I'm not sure. I won't pretend I do know, but I'm sure she's it wasn't. A, she's a piece of work that one. Um, but but our Labor governments, they're they're militant in the way they approach it. You know, mm. you know they're they're sort of dictatorish, where we we have a thankfully a uh, a federal government which is um, national, mm. no, liberal, national liberal, um, that 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 is more open to all aspects and New South Wales is exactly the same and Gladys Berejiklian is amazing 
Okay. She seems to have the right idea. Whereabouts in New South Wales are you living? Uh, we're Manly Beach. Oh, beautiful. I There's love some- Sydney. <laughs> I've lived there myself and I just Tom, love I mean, it. The beach is right across the road. Have you got a shot of the beach you can show us? It's a bit dark. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a bit dark, yeah. Top lockdown meal that you can make at home. Uh, lockdown meal? Oh, mate, we, we, we have tons. Uh, so if you go to my website, mm. yes. uh, okay. I've got a ton of recipes on that. Excellent. Yeah. Because yeah. we can't order food, so... Uh, no, you're looking at the chef. Ridiculous. Yeah, crazy, eh? I'm ridiculous. running out of ideas. Today I baked two ginger loaves just because I was like, I need something to do. How many margaritas <laughs> and gin and tonics did you have? Well, the worst thing is, is I don't even drink, so I'm well, like on the kombucha. So I have to bake. You're wrong. To- That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you going to watch your bakes tomorrow? <laughs> How have you seen Dave? Dave? Uh, well, only virtually. Um, as you know, if you search up David Burns, I'm on every one of his comments roasting him yes. uh, ruthlessly. That's one, <laughs> one of my favourite things to do. Um, but we do have a performance coming up from David. He's singing Spandau Ballet a bit later on. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'll play it down if you missed it. Yeah, go on. Do that. Okay. Hey, thanks very yeah. much, guys. Enjoy the move. Um, uh, we will. Uh, nice, nice to chat, huh? Yeah. Well, we're back on Monday, so uh, pop on by. Okay. See how we're going. See you then. Thanks, See mate. You later. See you Okay, bye. Like, I hear he's like a Michelin chef guy. I didn't want to go on about it, but he's like, you could actually Google that guy, Tom Rutherford, and it'll actually come up. So, up to you. Um, Jamie Oxley, I've sent you the link, mate, and you can join us whenever you want. I work as a driver interstate. Oh, my God. I need to test every three days. Shit, Jamie. Check your um, message requests, Jamie, um, because obviously we've got a sizable Australian audience uh, tuning in. Uh, awesome. We'd love to speak to you. And also there were other comments that we missed there. So I was wrong. <laughs> the Briscoe's woman has hair. It's just white and she has to wear it. There you go. She Thank works at a local radio school in Christchurch, I believe, and she's real doll. Lovely. A real doll. Well, it's just, you know. You all right? I read it somewhere in a magazine. <laughs> in the Women's Weekly. Yeah. Um, but if you want to, then just jump on board, guys, and um, and we'll put you on. Oh, what are we in? What, 9.40? We're about to close it. We're 20 minutes away from the first hour down. And I am fatiguing. Today, I didn't have any energy to do anything. Quite literally, I was sitting on the couch waiting for the 1 o'clock update. And I've got a little Facebook group, and we go... How many infected, New South Wales infected, and how many deaths? And um, there's a guy that got two out of three today. It was wow. Congratulations. But I didn't see 20 coming. I thought it was going to drop, but not right down. I wonder if that means anything. Well, it's only eight less, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what's he saying? Bro, message me when you are going to go live next. I will come on and we can have a chat. Well, we're ready to go now, mate. And Jamie, I've oh, sent you live. the link via um, – I've sent you a link via the uh, – what's his name? Sweet. I thought I was making this for a podcast. I'll come and chat maybe tomorrow night. Oh, he's at work at the moment. Oh, boy. Okay. What do we got here? Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, Ricky Newby, welcome. If you want to jump on, Ricky, he's watching the show. 
Um, nice to have you on board, guys, and uh, getting involved. I can't um, so- see the comments thing. All oh, right, so no, someone took a screenshot. I was having a look at a screenshot off the oh. off the bits and pieces there. Uh, yeah, Miranda was nice to talk to. I just really like that cat. What was his name? Tubby? No, Uffy. Puffy. Puffy. That's right. Buffy. Buffy. <laughs> have you um have you crossed over and checked out Donda yet? Everyone's on Donda, isn't it? Donda. No, I um I don't care about it, but I did think it was funny that Kim Kardashian posted her listening to the whole album, but it was on mute. Right, yeah. Like all the volume was <laughs> all the way down. Have you got a favourite song at the moment? Oh, it's Buffy. Thank you, Marina. Do me. I have a favourite song? Yeah. I do have favourite songs. Do you want to put one on? Just until we get another call, just to kind of play it on your phone if you can. Just Are give you a little nervous break. about not having someone on with no, us? No, I'm just saying, filling it with something interesting. You don't like the just, songs that I play. But, oh, it's not about me. It's about everybody. So there'll be some, sad sack, like there. <laughs> there'll be some <laughs> sad sack out there. There'll be some sad sack out there like it. <laughs> I'll, I'll play your song if you can't find one. Well, I was going to just open my phone, but hey, no worries. You go for it. Okay. I now, have a thing. A I like all sorts of music. I'll just put it out there, though. But Thane um, gives me particular shit for liking alternative slow music. Sad rock. You know where this? You know who created sad rock, and has just kind of like taken over the world and been influenced every sad motherfucker out there to produce stupid music. Is that guy who sings "Your Body Is Wonderland"? What's that guy's name? Oh, John Mayer. No, but John but, but think about um, there's lots of songs. Bring back these guys. Bellamy Brothers. Only if you danced to the whole thing. <laughs> Did you like the head go? Yeah. <laughs> that was the best part of the song. Okay, hold on. You go on. What? Hold on. Okay. That's a good one. God, I didn't think you'd play some um, Bob Marley. I thought you were going to play something hopeless and whimsical. And I can. Give us, give us your depre- I'm depressed in a car going to work song. No, That's I don't do that. Like. The kids and I have a structure. We have specific playlists and we use them to ramp up in the morning before our, our days. And I reserve the the sad shit for later on. Just um, you. Yeah, well, I don't find it sad though. No, you get into it. I love it. Um, we've got a I'm little just getting ready. Hold on. Miranda's. <laughs> Is, uh, is Nina Simone. We're going to turn into a jukebox. Yeah. Actually, speaking of jukeboxes, we had a gramophone on last night, and it was oh, awesome. Yeah. Where is the gramophone guy? Byron. B, where are you? We need you right now. Uh, he he's said got an he was going to come and drop some tracks on the gramophone. That would be cool. That would be cool. He played Johnny Cash last night, and it was it was cool. Good thinking, Steve. Thank you very much. For, I think this is our StreamYard um, link. You just kind of copy that into your browser, and that will get you in. And then, hey, presto, you're away. I, 
Do you go to? Oh, fair enough. No fair problem. Because you know, the thing, no matter who it is, when you get off a plane and you're flying international, you return back to Auckland Airport, and then you kind of like race to get through everything, and anything that's, the only thing that's stopping you is getting your bags, you know, waiting. And then you get your bags and you go around the corner, and then you've got to go through immigration. That mm. first slot, you've got to either work the computer or go and see the lady up there, no matter who it is. And look, Sarah looks lovely. She's got her son there or something. This is like a family member. Intimidating. Instantly intimidated. I'm intimidated. I'm like, oh, God. yeah. I'm, no, I'm not bringing anything through. I'm, I'm, I'm clean. I'm ready to go. I'm, you know, I'm a, but still, I feel some anxiety going through that. <laughs> I know. I think everybody does. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I do too. And it's like when you see the police and you're like, what is it? Is it me? Have I sped? Yeah, oh, it's the uniforms too. I wonder if they there's a, there's got to be a science around uniforms to make uh, yeah. it intimidating. It's called yeah. psychology, and one hundred percent that's applied. Like yeah. globally, the police uniforms are generally blue. I wonder if there's a radical designer who's kind of like come in. I'm going to change the face of uniforms for policing in this country, and try to add some kind of flair to it. And I'm going, no, mate, or well, ma'am, cut it out goes back to just plain blue. That's all we're no, I draw the line at capes. That's it. No capes. Imagine cops wearing capes. How cool would that be? It would be amazing. And yeah. it would be so much more approachable. Yeah, most definitely. Sir, would you help me out? I wonder if we've got a cop listening. What's it like being a cop on the beat in covid I remember the first round I was speeding, you know, they're pulling everybody over for speeding. And you are I was not a good driver, like quite competitive. Yep. I enjoy heavy traffic. I enjoy beating, you know, I've got to mark a car when I hit the road and I've got to make sure I'm always behind that person <laughs> or overtaking them. For me, I think it's, it's like the speed or something, and you're like, I'm going to yeah. make it to the school drop off before this guy. Absolutely. That's exactly what I do. Anyways, cop pulls me over the first round of COVID. Thank God it wasn't Delta or another strain. Wind down the window, mate, not wearing a mask. Give us a thing. I'm like, whoa, whoa. He, whoa. he wasn't wearing a mask. Nah. And it's like everyone got the brief, right? It was everything was locked down the first time around and everyone was very super nervous. So I was kind of like offended and I, I wound my window down like that much. Sorry, mate, okay. And then he kind of like got the message that I wasn't, wasn't happy. That was me and my lips talking out that much with the window going, sorry, I can't work. Okay, can you reach the closer, dude? And so I was really giving him some tood and, um, yeah, uh, he didn't appreciate that. And he couldn't let me get off the ticket because you know what they do? The people who do the roadworks didn't put their road transport plan or whatever in. You know, it kind of ended and elapsed and didn't take the signs down and put right. the normal signs down. So what is 50 is now 35 or whatever it is. They needed to put this 50 sign. I was, I was flummoxed by the signs. I had a lot right. on my mind. But yeah. What are you going to do now, right? Pay the bill? Yeah. What's Ryan saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I've had an experience like that when I was young and I used to travel over to the States and they'd do the same thing. And then I learned once when I had said my mum packed my bag and they're like, you know, don't say that. I was like, I, I packed it. That's cool. It was mm-hmm. it you or your mum, white girl? Yeah, it was my mum because I was six. Right. But we've been to Bali a lot. The Bali guys were quite intimidating. And then it got a lot very comical. We were leaving the country, leaving Bali. We we're in this giant line just to show our passports and stuff. So they purposely put you in these lines just to bolster up their own ego. There's no need for them. And they had this white Labrador as a sniffing dog. <laughs> You know, I think that was a generous name. A white Labrador, excuse me, as a sniffing dog. This dog, they had to drag. It didn't wasn't one didn't want to be there. Two kids were throwing grapes at it, and they were, he was eating them. He, he they, someone brought their pet, their pet to the <laughs> airport was, and disguised it as a sniffer it dog. Was, it was legitimately someone's pet. Yeah, it was huge. It was like uh, 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 sort of like being dragged along. That was when we arrived into Bali. We were waiting to go through yeah. the customs to get out to the other side. But the great thing is, is also that like when we <laughs> we lived there for a wee while, and so of course we had visitors come over, and we had some family come over. I won't name names in case there's customs people listening, but. Um, we were like, yeah, you know, bring some steak, like bring oh, bring yeah. some good New Zealand food. And they come into the house and they're like, yeah, it was all fine. Like no one even stopped us. So it was great. So we bought you some eye fillet or like, you know, some sort of luxuries from New Zealand, some Nespresso pods and uh, two kgs of strawberries. <laughs> was like, what? You remember? Oh, yeah. And it was like, Packed into one of those round cookie time Christmas cookie things mm. that taken out the Christmas cookies and shoved a bunch of strawberries and chuck the lid on and off you pop. Couldn't yeah, get through uh, Customs New Zealand like that. I once took an apple by mistake and they charged me like 500 bucks. I was just. That's crazy. What? That's crazy. You were actually. It was an crazy. Apple it was at the bottom of my bag. I was like, right. I don't know, 17. I don't I don't get it that you would bring a fruit to New Zealand, you know, when you're just like, sheesh, have you seen the fruit in New Zealand? It's not bad. Not bad. Why would you bring a generic apple? Yeah. If you're going to blow your load on anything, why is it an apple? It's Holy not going to be an apple. Like a rare papaya? Maybe. I don't know. Why would you bother? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a racehorse in the Melbourne Cup and rare papaya. <laughs> Doesn't it? what the fuck am i bringing an apple for like i forgot it was in my bag i'm sorry i have to i have healthy snacks on on board fair enough all right well i'm going to go to the fridge and grab another beer um you can hold the fort for a second Sammy Johnson has just liked our post. I shared this in the hernbay and ponsonby community facebook group the new market and remuera one as well and points you if you're from those groups, thank you very much for listening, watching. I mean, everybody. I, I say cool in that way because that's where most of my life is. I'm hoping that people that, you know, see me in daily life now can see me in my pajamas. That would make me really happy and not humiliated whatsoever. 
We all wear pyjamas, though, don't we? No. Except Dane, who wears blown-out undies then. Are you going to show those undies? Yes. Are you ready? No, I was kidding. I don't want to see them. Do you know what? I mean, like... It's real. I don't know. I'm kind of like in two minds. If I get people saying yes to the undies on the messenger, mm-hmm. throw up a heart. If I get at least five, then okay. I'll show you the hole in the undies. And because I was saying, guys really wear their underpants to the bitter ground. And I thought, I don't know if these alpha males, it was just loose stitching, or it's all the cabbage that I'm eating um, with the corned beef and stuff. And oh, please stop. I forget when the Hearn Bay um, Greyland community pages are so embarrassing, honestly. You know, it's embarrassing no matter what community you were referencing. Very good. You know what? I think it's a legitimate legitimate problem with the stitching. I'm actually looking what at part is the problem? Well, it's this part. And so there's a big hole here. It's a giant hole. And like this is the backside part of it. And is that like the gusset? This is like the undercarriage. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what did that guy, did that Maori guy just hold up his underpants and show everyone a crater? And refer to it as the undercarriage? You know, the undercarriage mm. part. Yeah. You know. So the perineum, is that where it is for a guy just past the testes on its way to? Yep. <laughs> Anyways, I'm putting it down to bad stitching anyway. So beware, um, the white alpha males. But I don't. But I don't think that there is stitching in the gooch zone. That's a better way. Actually, more scientific gooch, isn't it? It's a great word there, Sophia. Yeah. Gooch. Just also <laughs> the way your lips um, pronounce gooch. <laughs> Your body is wonderland. I'm gonna hear that song now. John Mayer has ruined music for everyone in the world because everyone thought he was doing the right thing, and as it turns out, he wasn't. Body is. Uh, huh? Here we go. Listen to the soft cock song. Gooch. <laughs> I think it's actually quite predatory. It's like girls' poetry. No, like I, I do find it quite predatory. Predatory, mm. predatory. You know, I do. I, I, it gives me that vibe. I'm like, oh, get away! What are you talking um, about? Let's just quickly go. Body is a wonderland. Lyrics, and let's just see how predatory these lyrics are. What a brilliant idea. Hang on, I'll just share this up on the screen now because I think you could be onto something. If we read them, um, you know, 
Are we all there? We are. There we go, guys. It should, maybe I should closer up on these things so we can yeah, really see. Yeah, don't read them. it out loud, though. We can just read it. It's already weird. We've got the afternoon. No. you got this room for two. One thing I've left to do. No, thanks. Like straight out of the gate. The guy's pervin. He goes, I'm mooching off you. You, I mean, you've got a room and it fits two people. Um, <laughs> amazing coincidence. And then he's going on, you know, this whole Discovery Channel thing. Check out the check out the second one. One mile. No. Two. You're not having it, are you? I'm not having it. I never liked the song. I still don't like the song. So now that we've all been shocked by his lyrics, let's go from the top. And now you'll see this in another way. I think that my favourite part of the song is just the dancing that comes free. It's that. It's the head bop. The guy apparently in real life's a bit of a nymph. Anyways. I just never um, got it. Eh? I just didn't. Uh, well, a lot of other was... people did, to be honest, apparently. Yeah. I've heard the rumors. Yeah. Um, we're trying to track down, and uh, Miranda, if you're still watching, we're trying to track down Tim Shadbolt or Noddy. Noddy is a second in charge at, um, I think it's, it's either Nobby or Noddy. He's second in charge at Invercargill's. Um, Surely no one would allow that to be their name. We're going to go with Noddy. It's like those memes. You carry a kid for nine months, put up with all that bullshit as a mother just to call a kid Noddy. Holy moly. You know? <laughs> Anyways, if anyone's got any contacts... Please let us know because I'd love to give um, Tim a wake up call. You know what? Tim's probably still awake. Nobby, thank you very much, Steve. Steve's great at this. Nobby is his name. Whew, what a name. Come on, Steve. Yeah, why don't you come on, Steve? And let's Thane's, check him out. Thane's feeling insecure that no one else is joining us on the video chat. Do you yeah. guys remember MSN? MSN? Yeah. No, explain that to me. I think that was rather new when I was, I, I was just finishing MySpace. I think you were probably already an adult. Oh, his actual name's Keith Clark. Okay. Oh, so it's just... Due to lockdown, are you only telling inside jokes? Oh, okay. We've got a. Oh, there you go. There's a joke. Oh my God, Richard Phelps, oh. join us and, and tell us some uh, funny jokes. You remember Richard Phelps? Yes, that's funny. Not a comedian, but we, we, he it does specialise in dad jokes. That's pretty bloody good. I thought I was like, what have we missed? Are we we neglecting people? Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking he was trying to be a radio consultant and going to go. You got to kind of context this stuff, Thane. Reset yeah, the conversation, it. and you know, I'm like, oh God, too lazy to reset anything. Keith Clark. Is, it's not a radio show, and you don't have to uh, to worry about it. 
you know why you're refreshing is because here's me trying to move something along and you're just nice and relaxed there just taking your time and letting it breathe and uh, i tell you what commercial radio you don't have that luxury so uh, thank you very much you i'm actually being schooled tonight which is quite nice you're welcome no problem i don't know i just think it's nice and relaxing here in our little community can I tell you the worst joke of <laughs> while we're on jokes? Richard yes. Phelps has inspired something, and it's not—it's—it's it's, it's a tasteless joke. All mm. oh, this poor shine put me in a, a bad light with everybody. I mean, hands <laughs> everyone. Up, does anyone want to hear the joke? Um, just send us a message. It's not—it's not very—it's not sex. It's, it's not nothing to do with SEX or anything like that. It's not a blue joke. Why are you second guessing it? Why don't you just tell the joke? Why are you trying to ask people to vote for your joke? Uh, you're trying to get more again. interaction. Interaction. I'm trying. See what I'm trying to do here? Come on, I man. see what you're trying to do. Just tell me the this joke. Stuff, this is the stuff we leave behind the curtain, you know. Jeez. Uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> It's not a great joke. Oh, Steve's here to save the show. Thank God. Steve the Marty, welcome to the show, mate. Hey, guys. How's it going? All right? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. How's that audio you coming through? cut your hair? Uh, yeah, I shave my hair all the time. I just didn't shave it oh. during lockdown. So, yeah, we I went for a-, a... I thought you had like a ponytail last night. No. <clears throat> How did uh, I get that so wrong? Definitely no ponytail. Sorry. No. <laughs> um, I was going to tell him off. Gosh, he wouldn't. I mean, look, he's not. He hasn't got a face for a ponytail. I wouldn't recommend a ponytail. I mean, you've got a great hairstyle there, mate. I'm sporting the same one. I should I be cutting mine. Look similar. I had I had long hair once. I think it was down my God, back. We once. all did. We all did. I had horrible long hair, like down to here, uh, in about 1992. It was awful. Yeah, I was about the same age, I'd say. Yeah. 94, I think, for me. Yeah, <clears throat> that's gross. Anyways, um, uh, what do you critique us so far? Were the highs and what were the lows so far of this show? Absolutely no lows at all. I mean, it's all about learning, isn't it? So uh, we're doing some learning. Uh, yeah. What did you think uh, of the lyrics? Breaking Down Body was a wonderland. Oh, the, bringing it up on screen. I mean, that was oh, yeah. definitely one. <clears throat> Like, your body is a wonderland. He is creepy, though, right? Absolutely. The white undies, definitely a highlight for me. Oh, yeah, there they are. I've been wiping my brow with them occasionally, but the hole is regrettable. It's It's weird that there's, like, they're clean white undies, but yet they are so completely torn, you know? Yeah, some suspect situation going on. You know what? That sounds like a uh, John Mayer um, song, isn't it? Clean white undies. Something I don't believe I've ever owned a pair of white underpants. It's risky. Risky, especially if you're on the piss. Holy moly. Right. Black. Black is always a colour. And, of course, tomorrow, Father's Day. So there's a great chance of having uh, a couple of new pairs of socks or undies, I'm sure. God, I hope I don't score socks and undies. Oh, my God. Um, How about that card that Lola wrote when she was, like, I think she was about four, and it was like – you know, where they go to kindy yeah. and the teacher's like, writes the parts like, my dad's name is, and then they fill it in, Thane, he likes to take us to the park in the car. It's like he the is, most generic answers possible from a kid. He goes, 
he is as big as a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, basically, they, they basically pictured me in five words as a fat Maori guy who loves eggs. He, he is in shape. He was round as a shape. Yeah. He's as big <laughs> that as was a whiteboard. Dad likes eggs. That's it. I, I, I got a phone call one day when my, my oldest daughter was very young and they said, uh, Mr. Daniel, could you please come down to Top Kids because uh, your child has struck a boy. And I said, well, what, what do you mean? She punched a boy. And I was like, okay, this is terrible. We've got to do something about this. What's going on? And what's your home life like? All these things like that. And I'm like, oh, oh here we go. Here, sifts, here they come. So I said to my daughter, what happened? And I said to them, what happened? We don't know. She just punched a boy. I said, well, what happened, darling? And she said, such and such bit me. I said, oh, okay. What do you do if somebody punches you, darling? Tell the teacher. And what do you do if somebody bites you? You punch them in the face. Good girl. And um, and that's what I said. They said, what do you mean? I said, well, uh, what, what she's done is it's self-defense, clearly. Um, punching somebody after being bitten because, you know, the the child has bitten my my daughter. Uh, by doing so, the mouth is actually considered to be a lethal object because of the uh, pathogens. Oh, yeah. and stuff. And, um, so mm-hmm. let's take that child and can we ring the police now? My daughter's obviously going to be fine for uh, for everything, and that that's assault. So let's call his parents and and um, we'll do them for assault. And um, yeah, they um, they decided after that they should probably find more information before they bring um, Mr. Yeah. Daniel in to to discuss his child. And it's Trans- interesting actually because. They they do focus on, and I think even sometimes as parents, you can end up focusing on the person who has had that last lash out, as opposed to the person who you know is injured and looking at it that way. So someone did that actually to Valentina, our youngest daughter, when we had tried a kindy out here, which didn't work. Uh, one of the little boys smacked her in the face on one of her trial days, and I was absolutely beside myself yeah pretty much and um so i had a chat with the staff and they were like yeah look i'm gonna be honest with you it's not the first time and i was like what are you kidding me and they were like yeah look i don't know he's got some stuff at home like we've said to his parents you know he's here from um about seven till five I was just like, oh, my God, this is a nightmare. So we ended up moving her and um, found a fantastic place. But, I mean, why would you just say, oh, look, we're going to just accept that someone's just whacked your kid in the face. You know, why don't you find a a new daycare? We're going to keep this little turd burger on board. (laughs) It's like walking around slapping other kids. Um, Just quickly, I remember we were in Bali and – the, so, so in so in Bali, childcare is really really expensive, and we managed to get the kids in to a quality school, kind is, of, sorry. school. Sorry, school. School is very very expensive over school the education. Yeah, school is expensive. So if you're going to send your kids there full time, basically kids from around the world go to these English um, schools. They've got a person that deals with your feelings. They've got tennis courts. They can do golf and ballet. It's like it's pretty amazing, but very very expensive. Anyways, I was like, "What's up with this school? It's it's nuts." And Sophia invites me to this, um, uh, to like a, a big festival where all the kids. It was a Christmas performance. It was a Christmas performance. So I'm there kind of like sitting down. I'm excited to see the girls. (laughs) And I had no idea that the first performance went off and there's this guy 
and I was sitting right at the back, who was singing completely out of tune. The guitar was like, and then all of his mates were out of tune, and it sounded absolutely terrible. Then I started laughing, and then everyone was looking at me, going, oh, "I can't believe this guy." It's like, "It's no one here. This is absolutely terrible." I'm laughing. Now, I'm trying not to laugh, but tears are streaming down my face. And Sophia physically says, you've got to leave right now. And then looking around the room, I say, oh, I get it. This is a school for like uh, mentally challenged kids. And we've just <laughs> found a couple of places in the school. And it's like, what is going on here? So pick up a story, Sophia. This is like... So I had to physically remove Thane. It was like, you're going to have yeah. to go to the car park. Like, this is hideous. He was in tears. He was in tears. He didn't realise because I, I don't know how everybody else's relationships have uh, gone, but micromanagement, you know, with the kids stuff is all me. So I like, got them into the school. This school has two separate schools. One, it started out as some of a school for special needs children. And then they did another school that was for, you know, averagely achieving children, normal children. And so, of course, the Christmas performance was everybody getting together and just acceptance and like love and kindness. And these kids who had gone up were like seriously mentally challenged and the singing was absolutely hideous and I'll try and find a video and post it. And but Thane had been pissing himself and his and the kids' parents were just in front of us. Wow. I was But like and it's to the point where like kids were running on stage, grabbing the microphone, telling them to go fuck themselves, throwing the microphone down, oh sorry, and then they pick it up, you know, there's like Wow, that kid! And what's going on? It was like the Muppet Show. It was crazy. But anyways, we appreciate oh, well, you're going straight to hell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about this, everybody. But I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. It was, it was, a, I was very confronting. I, but, I've um, travelled to Indonesia quite a few times, um, doing a lot of filming and stuff, which is one of my side hustles. And there was this one time, and actually, were the kids smoking while they were there? Like, were they smoking? I think some of the children in Bali that go to those schools get away with a lot. Yeah, they, they, <clears> I mean, if you're five, you can operate a motorcycle pretty much. It's nuts. Are you talking about locals? Yeah, so I went to I went to um, uh, it was an island off the coast of Singapore called Bintan. I was filming a uh, uh, a triathlon over there, and I'm travelling over there, and I'm I'm smoking a cigarette. It's disgusting, smokers do. And I see these young kids, and they look over and they're like, "Ha, ah, Western cigarette." I'm like, "Western cigarette, yeah." do you yeah we want cigarette i'm like sure man have a cigarette you know they're, they're cheap over there so I, I give this kid i'm like how old are you he's like i'm 14 i'm like oh my gosh this is so bad if this was new zealand i'm i'm the one going to hell so i'm like yes, have a cigarette and then this other one says looks at me and he's like envious of his friend and i'm like do you want one too and he was like yeah, mate, okay how old are you he's like 13 and i'm now thinking this is really bad but i don't care i'm in indonesia and you know hey this is what you guys do so i ended up giving out and i'm like how old are you 12 i'm like oh my gosh there's this one kid that's sitting next to a tree sitting down and he's looking over and i'm like i've given everyone else i'm like hey bro yes mr sir or mr steve you want a cigarette he says no i don't i'm a good boy how old are you i eight you don't want a cigarette? No, I got cigarette. <laughs> oh, gangster. oh my god! <laughs> he was eight years old. That's unbelievable. Oh. 
Yeah, but I mean, you see, like, all the way through Indonesia and, um, you know, that part of the world, uh, cigarette advertising's every single everywhere. everywhere. Cigarettes aren't, like, shunned like they are in the Western world and here in New Zealand yeah. and Australia. Yeah. You said it's an appetite suppressant. So there's no food there. Yeah. So they all smoke those Clovis cigarettes because it works as a natural appetite suppressant. Steve, he mm. gives up smoking. I put on 25 kgs or 30. Um, you know, every time I try to do that, I, I should actually be about 20 kgs, but I keep trying to give up smoking and put it on 30 kgs. They don't give up smoking, and that's why they yeah. keep themselves small. Like 80% of the nation over there smokes. Yeah, that's nuts, isn't it? Wow. Imagine that. they've smoked entire plantations, you know, by the time they're 10. Holy moly. But they're about they're like three dollars a packet. Yeah, how much for a packet? A two dollar, two dollar packet. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. way different. It's a little bit sad. It's a little bit bad. Smoking in general is sad. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, when I I liked I love you know I liked a little bit of a, a dart, you know, with a couple of drinks, you know, late at night. But, yeah, but um, you smoked menthol cigarettes. And I loved it. I can be I just you loved it. Yeah. I see why you wear white underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, we weren't completely menthol. There was switch. So, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, you, I've given all that you up. You always clicked the little thing. Like, oh, I liked it. I just like the change. And, you know, you know, when you're having a, a night on the beach, you can't drink beer the whole night. You've got to switch it up. That's what I like. The easy convenience and cooling texture and flavor of whatever it was, a Dunhill Blue Switch. Oh, a Dunhill Switch. That's a Dunhill Switch. Oh, man. I remember the old uh, Benson and Hedges. Remember that when you were, like, yeah. 13? <laughs> there we go. I was chuck- chucking in the share. I forgot to... Numbers were getting down. Got, got, got to share it out. Don't forget, if you're watching at home, just make sure you share. <laughs> you pull yourself out with the share. Fame, that's the first thing. Hey, welcome along, everybody. Hi, I'm yeah. Hi, I'm Sophia. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Like oh, and subscribe. there you go. And share. Steve's still here. I just chucked the no. I just chucked the shed only so that my my darling wife could probably watch because she's like, "What's all that noise and racket from your office? Are you What's playing? Like? How long have you been um, seeing your wife and then you got married? You must be like for years or something, were you? Um, here nine years, I think we were yeah, yeah. together nine years, and um, yeah. But then I'm see I'm I'm adopting. I've got I mentioned last night. I've got five kids. I've got four of my own and one I'm never giving back. That one I'm never giving back. I'm going to adopt yeah. next year, and then she's going to get to take my last name, which is wonderful. But then that's why one of the main reasons why we had to get married because your mother was so selfish. She says, "No, we've got to get married first, so I can get the name first because I don't want to be the last person in the family with the last name." So fair enough. Oh, and what does she do? She is she does she um, have a job and all that kind of stuff? Oh, she, she complains like- a lot. That's uh, <laughs> she spends her life telling me how to, to like that is COVID time during COVID. You're not working because she's essential and I'm not. So you will learn how to do hospital corners with bed, and you will make oh, yeah. it. Yes, yeah, so I've learned all of those things. Um, she works in a pharmacy. Um, she works in a, in a little independent uh, pharmacy, having to take on the big dogs from Australia that come over and sell 10-year-old ten, ten aftershave. Did you know that? Chemist Warehouse. What? All the beautiful, cheap aftershave and fragrances, 10 years old. There's actually a, a website, I should find it for you, that you can go on. How do they get that stock that's so old? It's all lost leaders. They just bring yeah. it in. 
Hey, hey, look, hey, hey. You've, you've, you've picked up a couple. Um, oh, yeah. Welcome, guys. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. It's uh, Talk Back with Thane and Sophia. Steve DeMarty, our special guest. We're just talking about uh, cheap shit at Chemist Warehouse. They uh, buy enormous amounts of product because it's so um, successful across a couple of countries that they can loss lead $10 aftershaves. Yeah, well, ten, I wonder ten, where, do they, where do they get it from? So they just sit in warehouses until, I mean, it's like every product that you have. You buy, you purchase a product and it's going to reduce price over the, over time. And then they go to whoever the fragrance company is and say, oh, you've got all of this such and such a fragrance. Um, CK1 will buy all the boxes of those ones there. Because yeah, it's interesting, though, because they have used by dates. I don't know who's more. storing them. Best before dates, and there's a difference between a best before date. Yes, and there a, is. That's so true. 10, yeah, so best before dates, 10 years later, it's, they don't have a use by. It's just it'll go off, mm. but it, you can mm. put it off. It's not like you're ingesting it like you are food. So there you go. India, oh, there yeah. we go. India is where they come from. Don't tell Thane, but I ordered him a fragrance from Chemist Warehouse for Father's Day that he gets tomorrow. Wonderful. It'll still smell better than what it smells like now, I'm sure. I feel like it's still a good gift. It's going to be lovely. It's the only thing I could find. I was like, who is fucking shipping right now? Chemist Warehouse? I'll take it. Just make sure it's not the one by Lynn Mall. Yeah. No, Um, it's it's arrived already in good time. It is awaiting tomorrow in the drawer. We'll chat, Sophia, because uh, my darling Vicky, she gives... I have at least a hundred, probably a hundred and fifty fragrances. Every fragrance what? I've got. Yeah. Everyone. Are they all off then? Because they only last for so long once you open them. No, they because when you purchase a box of fragrances, um, as a as a pharmacy does, there's say twelve of them in a pack in a in a box. Right. Eleven eleven of them go to the shelf, one mm-hmm. of them is your tester. Yeah. But if you've right. still got last the last tester, you either peel the tester sticker off and make that one a product or you just put the tester aside. So I've got a couple, like a hundred and fifty. I close my eyes, I read and I'm like, this one will do. And the only time I like to wear one more than more than I wouldn't, um, my wife's on um oh here we go. Uh, there there is a a, a site there, uh, checkcosmetic.net, and that's where you can check the age of the fragrance. So uh Thane will chuck Ooh. that up. Yeah, there we go. So that's this is my wife. She's that, that's her and her beautiful. Oh, Vicky, this, oh cool. In her I profile, like that's me. How do you like behind. that though? While I go to the toilet, you guys get the audience up. As soon as I turn my camera back on, it starts falling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's anything personal. Anyway, better not be. I mean, a couple of fat moldies who can't clearly grow, you know, can grow out. I mean, it's it's great, great to. It is great look, great TV. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can I just say, though, tomorrow it is uh, a New Zealand father's right or, you know, significant other to do absolutely nothing. What I'm going to enjoy is waking up late, expecting some kind of uh, fried bacon and egg or something with a nice cup of English breakfast tea, some orange Ooh. juice on the side. I'm thinking wow. of watching. I'm really loving um, oh, Discovery Plus. They've got a show called Gold Rush. I've been watching Winter's Fortune at the moment. I'm addicted to those gold rush shows so i'm going to watch that for most of the day uh entertain you guys by opening a present or two and going for a walk and just waiting for dinner to arrive that's me normal day yeah what about you steve um what do you got coming uh, tomorrow 
Well, see, every weekend I get my breakfast made for me. Like, it's yeah. just happened for months. But then my wife reminds me tonight. She says, have you not noticed that I haven't made your breakfast for three weeks? And I said, oh, I just, I just thought that was a COVID thing with you being an essential worker and me sitting on my fat brown bottom. And she said, no, it's because you don't make me coffees. And because you don't make me coffees and you haven't been when I asked you to, I'm not making your breakfast and haven't done so for, for three weeks. So, I like it. And you can see how much. I mean, it's a, to me, that's a massive backfire because I didn't notice. Hmm. Right. Yeah, but I, I feel think. like she's still winning because she's, she's not making the breakfast. Yeah, I mean, I just like, I don't know. Dream. She's achieved the dream just there. She's gone. Cool. You didn't even notice. I'll make a coffee. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> yes. So I've got to make her a coffee. The other, <laughs> see, I said to her, I'm, and, and I'm so meticulous in making sure everything is perfectly made every time that I'm, how was your coffee? Fine. Does it need anything more? Does it need a little bit more coffee or a little bit more sugar or anything? It's fine. I'm like, okay, this is, sorry, this is that woman answer that I, I just don't understand as a man. How do I make this fine coffee? Because it will be exactly the same. The next time I make it exactly the same, the same amount of milk, the right procedure, the same number of stirs because I'm that OCD. And she goes, that was really bad. You need, you, you need to work on your coffee. Oh, my God, that's not very nice. There's one thing that I can't do for Sophia that really, really, it's, it's, it's a very touchy subject. It's hot water bottles. Now, this woman will have a hot water bottle in summer. No matter what the temperature outside, in the dead of summer, the hottest night, she will ask for a hot water bottle. And the thing about the hot water bottle, it's such a barbaric form of heating your body. You have to kind of like this rubbery, slippery bottle. And you're pouring hot boiling water everywhere. And, you know, it's, it's traumatic. And it's relentless. I feel like it's just a hottie, but also I can count the amount of times that you have made a hottie. Uh, I can't count in, oh, and the times you've made a meal in 13 years. But give me a break. When that bloody stuff that turns up on the front door always comes, I'm always all over there. Oh, yeah, you did HelloFresh. But you know what? The hottie is great. The hottie is great. And I like to make my own hottie. I just like to try it on sometimes. Hey, while you're here, mate, sorry, Steve, Mm. Um, I was just going to say, look, we had some fancy titles made. Um, I made these completely on my phone. Have a look at this. That is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is incredible. Hang on. Thanks, mate. And uh, there was another one here because whilst we've got quite an audience watching, I thought we'd throw this one in. Here we go. Oh, that, that, was, yeah. that has to be yeah. an iPhone. Yeah. Vicky's saying he doesn't get enough practice, needs reminding. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. That's well, he's got the sound effects library. I thought, where's that coming from? That's amazing. Okay, well, Steve. You know, the solution, though, what's is that? That she makes her own coffee and you make your own breakfast. Yeah, I just don't bother. I eat one meal a day. I eat dinner. Dinner's enough. Yeah, I don't eat during the day. I'm too busy. 
I do my 17 wow. to 80 hours a week. I don't have time for breakfast and lunch. Sometimes KFC because I can because I'm in level three. <laughs> wow, you're so lucky. <laughs> the only thing is, though, Steve, you don't look like you've got the physique for a guy who eats once a day, you know. you um, Slows down your metabolism. Yeah. 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 Round as a shape. I'm in shape. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good one. Well, man, we've got like, so there you go. Over half an hour to go until um, 11. I don't know why we signed up till 11 o'clock. I don't know why you made it 11. Yeah. Oh, See, I, I did this during lockdown last time, and I was like, we're going to play pokey machines at 10 o'clock at night for an hour. Yeah. And then it's like 11.30 or 11 o'clock, and my wife is like, I'm going to kill you if I hear that stupid sound again. By the mm. end of it, 7 o'clock till 8, we were in tucked up in bed at 8.30, and we were ready for a bed. No, no, it's got to be after, no. after 7.30 anyway. Yeah, what yeah, do you reckon? Hour of power, like from 9 till 10, and then just be done with it? I think I mean, that's my idea. idea. You can't do the hour of power without doing it on Sunday. Church joke. <laughs> oh, I can't do it on Sunday, man. I'm not. I refuse to work on that's Sunday. True. No way. Yeah. Um, what are you? We've just finished watching um, White Lotus. Did you check it out? I uh, what's no? I, I'm I'm such a YouTube person. I just watch boring bottom YouTube stuff. And um, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because my she's been watching. I don't know what she's been watching on Netflix, but she's like, I'm going to binge watch this. I'm like, okay, great. You do that, darling. You need to do that in comfort. Now, I've got only got a small television in the bedroom. I think it's a 65 or a 70 inch. I'm like, you just yeah. go in there and you just watch that, and I'll just stay out and watch on the 80 and, the, you know, my YouTube on the 80-inch and the, and the lounge. Fantastic. She spends five, six, seven hours messing up that beautifully made bed that I made watching her, binge-watching her stuff, so. I, um, the only thing I go on YouTube for is uh, Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, and my gosh, that's all over TikTok, too. So you can get it on TikTok, on Facebook, on YouTube, yeah. just watching them with that little wee thing with the roundy circle yeah. on it. Makes yeah. the incision, and then... And sometimes she can get the bag out. Then she can get the bag out sometimes without it popping. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Oh, I and I tell you what, old people will let themselves go uh, and need to get their toes cut, uh, toenails cut and trimmed. I'm only, I'll be back. Okay. No worries. Yeah, no, maybe yeah. not the, the toe ones. Probably. No. That's like mm. a feet fetish, fetish thing. That's, that's, that's yucky. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's quite popular these days, though, the foot fetish. I mean, that's your only fans kind of community. And if they don't want to show everything, they go for the feet option. And I I suppose there's there's an audience, there's an appetite for it, Steve. I I wouldn't know, but I'm going to take your word for it. I mean, surely I've got – what's the button I can press for that? There you go. There you go. Um, Yeah. It's it's a funny one, isn't it? The old feet, but when you see an old person's feet, it's two things: old people's feet, um, and also old people eating ice cream. It's there's nothing worse than try, trying to chase that ball around with your tongue, and and it just it's a, a okay. Yeah, <clears throat> old people eating. I could watch that. Can, what do you Google there? Can you? Is, Billy Hickey, you've got to love Thane and STM. Hello, Billy. Oh, hey, shit. Who's this? Billy. Billy's a great guy. Oh, g'day, Billy Maine. How are you? There so it is. Billy's in the Hawks Bay. He is a uh, a former commentary partner of mine. Does a little bit of stuff around the speedway circles, talking about cars going around in circles. Talented young man. 
Is he wearing a suit there too, isn't he? Well, he's now a real estate agent because, every. I mean, this is what you and I have got to look forward to is mm. when we realise that it's time to actually get off our bottoms rather than talking into these microphones that mm. the voice is great for. And look at this beautiful home. It's four bedrooms. It's got a great garage. Yeah. That, that's what we've got to look forward to, selling real mm. estate. That's the way to go. You know who's done that very good is that guy used to be on TV, uh, Breakfast TV, Rawdon Christie. And Royden, he, yeah. Royden, yeah. And he had to kind of like get a real job after, I don't know, didn't go back to television. I don't know, he maybe kicked the tyres, but he's moved on to real estate. And there was a great picture of him holding up one of his real estate signs on the back of a jet ski during the America's Cup. And apparently he won some kind of award because of that photo for best marketing. And now he's gone on to sell three, four, five properties doing very well. That's tough, eh? Dobbo's the other one, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, what, was, he was the guy who was doing the sports. Yeah, that's the one. Billy's making Steve, far too much money. Steve Parr, another one. Steve Parr <laughs> going Steve into Parr, real estate. Sale of the century. Was that a guy? Sale of the century. Sale of the century. Yeah. Love it. And this Bill's microphone is so much better than the one I had last night. What is that? Some kind of... Uh, what are you running there? Well, a, uh, I'm just rocking it. It's a roadcaster. Oh, I'm yeah. just rock- yeah, just using a roadcaster with the NT1, I think that is. I don't know. It's like, crazy. Yeah, very radio-esque, very Rick D's in the weekly top 40, isn't it? <laughs> Dear anything, thank you very much. Um, welcome back to the conversation, Sophia. How's it going there? Yeah, pretty good. I um, went to the bathroom. Yeah. And one of the children is still awake. Uh, and she's heard our conversation. She wanted to fill me in on something. Oh, no. It wasn't John Mayer, I hope. No. It's about the undies. Oh, no. Apparently yeah. she was watching TV the other day and you, well, in the evening, obviously, and you got up and walked around and you were in your undies and your T-shirt, obviously, and... Uh, went and bent down oh no to fiddle around with the cabinet under the TV <laughs> I would see Steve is hard for you, but I can picture it now and it's not pretty it's, it's like so me every day <laughs> yeah that oh, is like and, and, and her words. as I run to put pants on yeah scarred for life I mean yeah. I was yeah I think I, no, I don't think I started watching this in my undies. I'm pretty sure I had shorts on, but there's been numerous times where I've been like, Steve, can you come on the show or can you do this? And I'm like, yep, I'll just put some clothes on. I always wear yeah. underwear. I'm not, never, never rock it. No, that's bad. I've, I've learned the hard way, actually. I um, ran the Auckland Half Marathon without underpants and just shorts, and it gave me a terrible rash. Chafing. Awful. Oh. Bad decision. Did you, um, did you put anything across the. This area here, because you've got to put because it rubs t-shirt rub. Yes, yeah. yeah. A lot of people were bleeding from their nipples because of the t-shirt. That's exactly, yeah. So you've actually got to put like gaffer tape or something over top of it, so that's rubbing against mm. that. Male or female, it doesn't matter. It's going to make them bleed. I was sponsored that year uh, because I was with George mm-hmm. and 
um, I had a lightweight type breathable fabric, so it was quite nice on my chest. But I did witness a lot of bleeding uh, through the t-shirt, and also a couple people who got the runs. Um, and um, <clears throat> what happened was they started the race uh, in Mission Bay, and by the time they got to the netball courts, everyone needed to take a dump because they had a big dinner. And so when you're about to do a marathon, don't have a big dinner because everyone dumps in the morning. So there's a big long line, and I was in that line too. I made that mistake and you just diarrhea after diarrhea after by the time you got in there it was just thick it was like a potato and gravy factory it was just thick and horrible and I always remember that day but I, I saw someone pull off and take a big well. turd in the, on the uh, side of the motorway when we were running that oh yeah you see horrible things on a half marathon and you just go well you just you know could do what you got to do have you always yeah. seen the the dual water bottles. So one's for the mouth and the other one's going around the head. Mm. That is just yeah. the, we- the wheeze around because the professionals, if they have to go, they just go. So well, the only time. Yeah. Sorry. What really angers me is the wise walkers. You know, you get your 56 year old woman. She's got that kind of half hat with the peak and there's no mm. lid. She's got the, the, the speed dealers on. She's got those two bottles. She's wearing the wise walking top and she's walking faster than you're running. And I'm thinking, bitch, I'll tell you what though There's a step worse Nordic walking Oh god with those sticks mm-hmm. I need to find In the city So yeah Show us Nordic walking on the Google please Why do you need sticks To help you walk At a normal pace Is like it called Nordic walking What Nordic walking is it called Yeah Billy Hickey, it's great to see Thane around again. Have missed those dulcet tones on the rock drive. Yes, well, that's right. Oh, God, here's a couple of boomers. He's well loved. Yeah, I I loved that radio station. It was bloody good. Um, I wonder if anyone can see this. Hang on, I'm just about to share it to everyone soon. I got the slowest computer. The kids use it for Roblox. And so (laughs) they've loaded all kinds of terrible shit on it. And so I'm like, just a. Just before, when you looked to the right of your screen, Thane. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did you lock eyes with um, <clears throat> your daughter when she was? Yeah. Came That's the one that, yeah. Oh, honey saw my ass. How embarrassing. I thought she saw your gooch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The other thing, too, I did a little bit of maintenance, but I couldn't quite get under there. So. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, back to Nordic walking, guys. Check out those three lines. Look, who? Yeah. These people look fully able. Here's a dilemma, everyone, just quickly. You see three Nordic walkers coming towards Nordic. you, and you, whatever it is, and you're in your level four, right? Who gives way? The Nordic walkers? <laughs> you're with a pram, Sophia, right? And you're holding they the do. hand of a, of a three-year-old. You're walking down the road. Do the Nordic walkers give way to you, or do you give way to the Nordic walkers? They give way to me because they don't have wheels on the end of their sticks, and it's a wheels game. I agree. I've got wheels. Yeah. Okay, you know? what happens if the guy in the middle with the red T-shirt, imagine if he was like 65, you're throwing a little bit of age in there. I give way. I'm very big on senior citizen stuff. My ki- all my kids know. Are you on the road or are you onto the grass? You're on whatever, you know, whatever's better. If there's a long stretch of grass, then go that way, but mostly the road. 
but remember, there's no cars on. There's no cars on the road. But hang on, how about this though? Nordic walkers, if they got the sticks, wouldn't they enjoy taking it off country and going on the grass? Because that's you'd more think so. But why are all the photos on pavement? Well, the, this guy with a red shirt, he's got red sticks as well, and there is no way he's putting those into grass. Yeah, no. and You're they get look stuck. expensive. They look, you know, how much are a pair of Nordic um, uh, sticks? Let's ask Google. It, it's how like much. high heels, you know. What kind? Who's got the expensive? St- <laughs> Expensive sticks. Old Nordic sticks. Oh, gosh. Who knows? So I'm so glad that I don't have daughters that are into shoes, but sadly they are into bags, and they've got some very expensive bags. So it's terrible. Oh, yeah. Guys, Nordic Navigator South Nordic sticks, yeah. lightweight, twenty nine ninety nine from Dick Smith. That's Australia. Or bestdeals.co.nz, $49.95 for a pair. Okay. Uh, and they go all the way up. The markets cut them on the thing, the, the like the big deal with the hand grips, $217 for a pair of those. Bad wow. Boys. Now that sounds like a steal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Hickey says, I won't give way. I'll throw a stick between their sticks and legs like the front of a front wheel of a bicycle. Imagine I like the aggression. Me too. Um, Thank you, Billy. The thing is, imagine a a cluster of Nordic walkers and just like people tripping over sticks. They look like they're on crutches, to be honest. Have you ever? Do they look like like when they're doing this as well? Is this like the mammals of the world as well? Like the Nordic walker in lycra as well? Oh yeah. Heinous. I'm a f- Lululemon hasn't cashed in on the Nordic walking yet, have they? What do you think to ladies' cargo pants, though? Look at those two. There's like, like quarter pants on their Well, chip. that's the Capri. That, What's that's that one? That's the Capri that's- pant. And I wonder if it's the zip off. <laughs> look at them. They look like complete misfits. The chick on the left is having a great time, though, isn't she? They, she is like there to logically walk. Over 50, though. Maybe yeah. it is like a support situation. And if it is, then I that's feel a, like it's an same shirt. So if you're in the middle, you must wear red. There we go. Yeah, it's real oh. weird, isn't it? Look at these it's old dudes with backpacks red. on them. Is ah. it a support system? It must be. Now, there's the one with the blue and yellow in the middle. It's okay. They were just colorblind. Here we go. We got some. Uh, we got some uh, yoga pants on there. We got a little bit of an athletic top She's there. Too young. She would have to move for me. This guy looks like he knows his way around a massage, doesn't he? He is basically grooming her. Yeah, are you a Nordic walker? Yeah, I am. Absolutely <laughs> love it. I got the bag and everything. Check it out. Look at me. Come over. I've got some John Mayer. I want to play you. <laughs> Your body is a wonderland. <laughs> Let's Nordic walk. And then Obedius, he stops her down and goes, love, love. It really is. <laughs> and then he says, do you want some? And she says, no dick. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God, Nordic walking. How did we get on the Nordic walking anyway? Well, it was one step worse than what you thought was the worst. Right. Oh, my God, Billy Hickey, that's such a good call. Imagine facing a wall of them similar to a zombie apocalypse. What would you do? And that's what I'm saying. Is it like the Tour de France, you know, but with these bloody Nordic walkers and, you know, someone's tripped over, the other one's purposely tripping the rest of the behind over. Imagine it. Maybe we need to hit YouTube just quickly, guys, (laughs) YouTube.com, and then we see Nordic walkers accidents. Oh, Nordic walker fail. 
Yeah, here we go. That's going to be good. Nautic. <laughs> oh, God, come on. Don't. Nautic. Walking. Fails. Right. Hey, you know what? You know what we should have? He's Mark. Stupid people walking into class. Basic walking tech. Yeah, what? Sorry. Ginger loaf. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Had some great ginger loaf today. Very happy I made it. Loaf. Here we go. Should we have a little listen to? Okay. The movement. And we will show you an exercise which will help you to practice it. First of God, all, look at his legs. Of the Nordic walking movement. The movement. Walking amplifies the movement of ordinary walking in order to produce. There's the red shirt. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Straight back, looking straight ahead into the distance in front of them, in order to open the ribcage to improve breathing. In addition to this, using walking poles help to pick up the pace. In general, the walker places the poles in turn on either side of their feet so that Why? they can land in the middle of their stride. Right. The angle of the poles in relation to the ground makes propulsion easier. When the walker places the poles down on the ground, they the grip them tightly in order to this control the court system. system. After the pushing the propulsion forward, is like a by opening their hand towards the inside of their body. The arm is serious, that it seems like a complicated scenario just to get a slightly faster walk. And this is yeah. just so you get used to moving into a Zimmer frame as you get older. It's a, it's a lot. But it's a bloody good scam, though. If you came up with Nordic walking, we're going to make old boomers walk in parks or footpath with two sticks. They're going to get beeped at and totally mocked. But we are going to make two hundred nineteen bucks a pair. Now, you know, come on and look. He it's looks like non skier. Right? This guy's living in a world of snowboards. And he can't let go of skiing, so now he's Nordic walking. <laughs> he's convinced this is going to open up his lungs. What a douchebag. <laughs> anyway. It's only because he hasn't got the red shirt on. Yeah, he needs a bloody red shirt. I feel like it's maybe a harsh criticism. Have we got a Nordic walker amongst us? Is there anyone watching? Who there is. There, not, probably oh, yeah. not watching, but in oh, her day... There is a Nordic walking group, and they part. They've got a car, and it's it's like printed Nordic walking. And so you always see the poles on the roof. Wow! And you know what they're probably called? The Ponsonby poles. <laughs> the pole hey, blacks. Yeah, pole blacks. No, Black poles. The, pole, the pole whites. Oh look, uh, we've got Thomas Bohanna. And all he's doing is taking somebody in. Thomas Bohanna works with me. Um, mm. I, I do quite a bit on social media, especially on Snapchat. And I, this guy is the butt of every single one of my jokes. Really? So thanks, for, thanks for tuning in, Thomas. Has he got a nickname? Thomas Bohanna. Tom Ass. Yeah. Um, okay. That horrible kid that no one likes. Um, the guy that gets away with everything. Yeah, combination of different names like that. Um, Sophia, would you read that out loud? That message is too long for me to read. Nordic Race Walking World Championships was last held in Stockholm in 2017 with Arto Ibanez winning the 20-kilometer final with a time of 1 hour, 28 minutes and 42 seconds, with second place 30 seconds behind. 
That was Good. amazing. Skills. Thanks. Someone's yeah, that got was, that on videotape. For sure. That was incredible, really. Like, that was so much better than, than you on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> I just, but, I mean, when they crossed the finish line, right, did they play back the Nordic walking in, 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 in slow-mo? Because, I mean, the whole thing's bloody slow. <laughs> How slow do you want to see a Nordic water cross the line? How do they oh, get through the tape? Is it like walk? Is it like the walking in the Olympics? Oh, let's yeah. do the eighty-kilometer walk. There you go. Incidentally, he's mm. a three-time Nordic race walking champion. Thanks for boring the shit out of us, Billy. Oh, look at this dog! <gasps> oh, look at it! Oh, what's his dog's name? Face. This is uh, this is Enzo. Enzo was oh. named uh, the Ferrari Enzo. Oh, I love. Can you hold dog. him up again, Steve? I really also good love <laughs> Formula One. Look at this little fella. Look at it. He's like... Yeah, he has a little... And it's her birthday today. She's one. This one here, she's she's a a big one. So, hello, Nova. That was Enzo snapping the microphone. (laughs) Oh, he's so cute. He looks like he's a little gentleman. He He absolutely is. is. He's amazing. He's a bit shy. Um, if, if some, if some Nordic walkers walk past the house, would he give it a bark? Um, oh. yeah, he probably would. He doesn't yeah. normally like to bark inside. She'll just she does whatever because but, he's a gentleman. Yeah, because he's yeah. a gentleman. Look at him. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm sorry, you know, I don't. No. He's not, not sure speak. what to do. He speak. looks like he's completely over it. Like, get me off the shot now! <laughs> You're embarrassing the shit. Oh, out of he's so cute. Nice hey, so Formula One. When's the next one, though? Well, uh, Kimi Raikkonen's actually just been taken out of the next Grand Prix, COVID. Ah, bummer. I am always, I'm just, I'm a person who enjoys using the free trial. (laughs) I really like it. Ah, awesome. See, I will wait there. Wait there. She's got a hand and everything. She's like, she's crazy for the F1, man. Uh, We saw an F1 in... Singapore. Here's my business card. That is Steve. Yeah, I love it. There's that's my business oh. card. Steve the Moldy and Ferrari print. My, oh, I you're love, definitely more into it than I am, but like, yeah. I love it. Oh, that's actually Singapore's the only track I've ever been to. Yeah, same. We uh, we were going back to Bali, and I had gone to Singapore the year prior, and I just said to myself, when we're on the the eye, was like, I'm. Oh. Fucking coming back here for you next year. And then we were going to Bali and I was like, but, you know, um, are you disappointed when you get to the track and it's like, oh. And you're like, oh, that this, what else? Yeah, that, that, that was I want to be in the pits. That's where I want to be. I was um, so over over the last lockdown. There was a um, what was it called? Racing local. It was on TV three, I think, and it was a i racing. Um, e- oh, yeah. e-sport. They said I got a phone call from this guy. This guy's like, Steve, can you commentate this? My mate's going to call. I was like, Sure. I mean, it's lockdown. How the heck am I supposed to do this? He's like, My mate Brendan's going to call. I'm like, Okay, whoever Brendan is. So I'm and the phone rings and this guy's like, Hi, it's Brendan here. And I'm like, Cool. Can you do this? I'm like, Yeah, I'm in. I'm I've got nothing else to do. Sure, I'll do that. It's lockdown. <clears throat> I said to him, 
who am I speaking to? I've got who, Brendan who? He said, oh, it's, it's Brendan Hartley. I raced Formula One for Toro uh, Yeah, was it Toro Rosso? I think. I'm like, you, you're that Brendan? Yeah. Can you wow. come and do this? Of course what? I can. Yeah. So we had a couple of, uh, didn't get to interview them, but we had a couple of older names and stuff like that. But I'm a huge Formula One fan. I have. How uh, cool is that? So my, my oldest daughter, her name is Minardi. She was named after the Italian Formula One racing team, Minardi. Um, <clears throat> my next daughter, Victoria, Albert Park is in, is in Melbourne, Victoria. Loose, but it gets there. Alessia, she was named after Jean Alessi, the uh, French Formula One driver for Ferrari. I've got a son called William. That kind of works. It's actually named after my dad, but there's a Williams Formula One team. My yeah, dog's name yeah. is Ferrari Enzo and Nova. Um, my daughters were trying to find, my daughter and my wife were trying to find any name they could for a dog that could tie back to Ferrari. And they said, look, it's, I found it. It's a Nova Ferrari, Nova Ferrari. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. There is no such thing. I've had a look. Everything's, mm-hmm. no, I think in Italian, Nova must be new, new Ferrari. Right. Uh, you know, but right. So I went, I went, hang on, I can't understand any piece of this language and was like sure you call it whatever you like i do have two cats one is called kimi raikkonen and the other one's name is yet and center and i have yeah, a, I have a who, who, um, named her kid center great name um but we did what oh yeah so i'm a subscribe person i like to do the free subscription and then i just like set it up so I don't have to pay. And I like religiously put the alarm on my phone because I just don't, you know, I like, well, I want to test it. And I got the sky thing to watch this last season mm-hmm. and it was great, but it's at the weirdest times. Yeah. It's one o'clock in the morning and like, Oh, daylight savings. It's one o'clock. If you're lucky, <laughs> yeah. it's one o'clock. And then you're going, yes, it's in, it's in Japan. I might get to watch something at nine o'clock at night. I did really like that show that they did the behind the scenes of it. Oh, yeah, that was the best, wasn't but it? But it kind of like blows it out of the water. It's just like this little traveling circus. And I just, yeah, it's kind of weird. The weird thing is that you'll, you'll watch it from like one in the morning through to about six, just to have Lewis Hamilton win. It's like, oh, okay. It's like watching an All Blacks game. <laughs> well, I yeah, guess they have something in common, don't they? Those two. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> that's like so. Um, Ferrari used to be like Scuderia Ferrari. That's what the SF stands for. That was that team was eight hundred million dollars to run that team. But when you look at a Ferrari Formula One car, that was when like in the Schumacher days. You look at these two cars and people, what do you think those are worth? Like a million, two million dollars? What? Yeah. In actual fact, they're worth like four hundred million dollars each because to run those two cars for the season, that car yeah. they worth like four hundred million dollars each. And I see that. Uh, well, Lewis Hamilton and there's a few other drivers. Alonso's another one. They all have it written into their contracts that they get to keep a car. Whatever they're racing, they get to keep. So that yeah, end of it, awesome. not with the engine. Yep. So uh, Sebastian Vettel, you can go to Germany and you can go to his, uh, I think Vettel's got a museum there and you can actually go through and see all the different cars, et cetera, that they've raced. Schumacher did the same thing. He's, um, but yeah, so cool. Wow. Car. Is that seasonally like keep the car or? Every season. <gasps> Yeah, so you can go to, I don't what? know, Towers or um, well, somebody like that. I watched the other day. And, yeah, they've got all of the cars. That's amazing. So, I like how um, down to earth and kind of weirdly normal they are. You know, when they're young, you can mm. actually tell they're just young upstarts. When they're a little older, you know, when oh, how, how old is old in Formula 1? Like 30? 30. 30 starting to get to the tail end. I mean, yeah. 35 is probably get out. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they're fit. It's the most sport. And they're fit. You know? They are ultra fit. I can't remember which Formula One driver it was um, that recently uh, went and entered himself into a cycle race, came second. He doesn't actually do cycling, but he is Michael Schumacher, when he was racing, was the fittest person, fittest sports person probably in the world. And people can't understand, but that fit. Just, well, that, just the, the, the G's that they pull as well. Like, imagine having to keep your head up. You're like, yeah. you know. <laughs> hey, um, so Schumacher had a um, skiing accident. He was on the Nordic poles on, on, on snow and stuff. And um, So <laughs> what do you reckon? Are they just keeping him alive on a machine or for technology to improve? To they showed, He showed signs of uh, progress. What? Yeah, but no one's year. seen him. No one knows anything. The guy could be dead for me. Oh, that, that guy is my idol. Um, yeah. Interesting. He fell and knocked his head, which created point loading because he had a GoPro on his helmet. And the actual yeah. contact that put him into where he is was because he had a GoPro on his helmet. A helmet's supposed to dissipate the... Um, like if you come through and you hit something, that's supposed to dissipate everything across the entire area of the helmet shatter and you're okay. Yep. But in this case here, hit the hit the GoPro onto his head, straight down into his brain. Boom. There he goes. Uh, Valtteri Bottas runs his own marathon in Finland and finished third in it. That's th- thank you, Billy. Billy's amazing. Wow. Good you, Billy. I love listening to people um, who are very passionate about things talk because they're so very well informed. It's great, Steve. It's like me. I mean, I've I learned everything. I'm get me into speedway commentary, and I'll tell you, I can commentate anything. I do all the drifting commentary on Sky Sport, and even though I've been doing it for four or five years, I still find it the struggle because I'm like, gosh, I really don't know my product. And then those guys will hear me going, and down the back straight they go on the outside doing this, doing that, and they're like, wow, you know so much about the speedway stuff or the car racing and calling rather than just the two, there's two guys side by side, one does a burnout. The other one does a burnout. They finish. I've got to say, though, with the Speedway, probably the best um, hot dog on a stick I've experienced um, at the Speedway, that was a Western Springs. And fresh Mr. Chip Chips. They do a very Love good job. Um, Mr. Chip Chips. Yeah, give me some Thank chips. You. Some Mr. Chips Chips, Mr. Yeah. No, I'm Have all, you I mean, done karting, though? Because that's fun. Karting karting is fun. I um, fun. I got upside down in a kart. I should, yeah. No, that's it was horrible. Yeah, we tried to. Well, I say we, but it's me. Um, I tried to get our middle child into karting. It was mainly so that I could do it. Don't do it. Yeah, we did a couple, and it was like you're not getting the speed up, mate. So get out. And that's the weird thing about it. You deemed her not fast enough, so you said, "Right, cut it. You can't go fast. Uh, What's the point? See ya. Next, we're not going to buy that." Well, the thing is, is I specifically with our middle child, she's got a lot of like pizzazz and she's got the kind of personality that's got a bit of um, fire and I thought we're going to use it somewhere, this tricarting. That wasn't quite it. So we went with horse riding, nailed it. Horse, that sounds expensive as well. It's really expensive. But (laughs) only if you buy the horse. We we leased a horse for a while, which was cool. That was great. I raced cars for a little while. That was that was expensive and it hurt a lot. Oh, like when you get knocked unconscious and you get backed into the earth and concrete and you bang, you're asleep and somebody bungs you. What, up. That's with the cage and stuff, eh? Like that's more what that's about rather than the car, which is sort of which is yeah. actual racing, real racing. Mm. What stock car? 
No, karting. Well, I mean, every yeah. every top driver in, in the world, the Shane Van Gisbergens and stuff, they all started at karting. She's got him. Yeah, absolutely. Like um, Giltrap sponsors a lot of yeah. that karting through Auckland. And then yeah, I think we had someone in Formula. What do we have? Well, we've still got uh, two and Not three. We had, but they spent millions and millions on them and then just couldn't couldn't get it. How rich is Colin Giltrap, though, eh? Boy, you reckon 50, 100? Yeah, gotta be 100. Gotta be. Gotta be 100. Yeah. Well, we've got, so I do, of course, I do all the commentary for the Valvoline D1NZ National Drifting Championship, and we've got a company called The Heart of Racing, which uh, they mm. sponsor a, a guy there. They, the guy that, um, that owns this company called The Heart of Racing, he, the poor guy lives on a boat in Auckland somewhere. Just By a choice, boat. Though? Oh, I don't know if he's got a lot of a huge amount. Even Jordan Joyce, these guys will know. These we've got a, a different audience. So um, he's got a couple of dollars. It's the biggest boat on the viaduct. Mm. And I googled him, and I'm like, "What did this guy used to do? Where did he get all his money from?" He used to work for um, what's the guy's name? Bill Gates, I think. Oh, and right, he, okay. And he used to do this and the other, and he owned a couple of companies, and he's worth $5.3 billion, and he'd be the second richest person in New Zealand. Just lives on his boat. Um, this guy here loves motorsports so much, but it's not uh, – what's the reward when he can pour all this money into a racing car and win because he's pulled the most money? There's no reward for that. So every time his drivers do really, really well, he gives money to Starship, to this person, to that. Last year, I think he was the biggest uh, benefactor to Starship Hospital because every wow. time it's won, it was like, go out there and win, boys, because when you win, I'm going to give these guys money. At one round, we had, I think, 300 kids turned up from Starship. If they couldn't make it there, he put them in ambulances with the best doctors and so they could watch these boy racers doing skids out there. Oh, that's so sweet. What that's a nice cool. rich guy. I like hearing stories like that. Yeah. Rich guys would probably have a really good, or ladies would have a great lockdown, wouldn't you? You're, in, you're rich, you know. Uh, well, people say, I mean, yeah. well, money does not buy happiness, but would you rather cry on a push bike or in a Mercedes Benz? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Hey, um, thanks, everybody. I think I'm going to wrap it up here. I'm going to go and um, go to sleep and just dream of Father's Day, which is uh, an hour away. Just to, and then, um, yeah. What's on Sunday? Oh. What's on Sunday? We're not going to do anything Sunday. Yeah, Father's Day tomorrow. Uh, We're not doing any yes, uh, broadcast tomorrow. Yeah. So thanks very much, Steve. Really appreciate it. And Thank you bring you. Bill and all your mates on. That is amazing. Go pat that dog for me. He's so cute. He's got like little cross eyes even. It's like yeah. all over the place. It's adorable. God, yeah, I want a dog. Much. Thanks for having me on your show. My, my people, make sure you tune in tomorrow. There we go. Click on yeah. it. Perfect. Fine and Sophia. Thank you, guys. No worries. Thanks, See you, See you soon. Okay, bye. It's been good. It was a nice uh, half hour with that guy. It was great. I like, yeah. like a, a nice chill chat. Yeah, you really got chilled down um, uh, to the ground. I think you did a great job tonight, Sophia. I got chilled down to the ground. I just try to make it rhyme because I'm tired. (laughs) I just want to go to bed now. Um, I'm going to have a piece of that ginger loaf, but I need to see if there's any butter that's not cold, you know, so it spreads on it. Can I just say, would you guys like – 
What's the rules around sending? Like, could we give away some of that ginger loaf? Because you made an extra loaf. Could we give some away to our um, viewers? Maybe I Is did make an extra around? loaf. I made an extra loaf, and if I put it in a Tupperware, like a Sistema, mm. and I shoved it in a courier bag, yeah, overnight courier. Would you eat it? Would you eat it? Do comment. Let us know because we prepared to. We prepared to go to those lengths, ladies and gentlemen. Is it legal under Level Four to take out the courier for your ginger loaf delivery if it's just one? Mm. We're not doing on mass. Let's do it Monday if we're going to do anything. Bake something new and we'll, we'll give it away as a prize. Now, did I'll anyone on those those comments um, tickle your fancy? Can we give away some of your uh, products? Daily Wellness. Can yeah. We give away a bottle. Who should we give away a bottle of Daily Wellness to? A little. Well, let's do the uh, competition on Monday. Okay. Yeah. Let's get the shit out of here. Well, thanks everybody, and uh, have a great uh, Father's Day. And uh, we're back on Monday. Here we go. See. You.